What's up everybody and welcome to B2B Made Simple. If you're passionate about marketing, you're in the right place. Whether you're doing marketing for a brand new startup or a $100 million enterprise, you'll learn strategies that'll help you build a solid team, impact your pipeline, and look like an absolute rock star to upper management. Why? Because these guys are the pros. They're not pretending to know the industry, they're in the trenches on a daily basis. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the co-founder of One Click Agency. We build websites for B2B companies, and I'm also the co-host of this podcast. If your goal is to become the marketer everyone else looks up to, keep listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the B2B Made Simple podcast. Uh, with me today, I have Rachel Scava. Um, she's the founder and COO of Fully Accountable in Akron, or is it Akron or Akron? Ugh. <laughs> Akron. Akron. Well, it was none of the two. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, either way, I appreciate you being here. Um, why don't you share with me uh, what you guys do at Fully Accountable? Obviously, it's a little bit different than um, some of the markers we've had on the podcast, but we have a really cool topic that will apply. Um, yeah. So why don't you share what you guys do? Sure. So Fully Accountable is a full service finance and accounting department for uh, e-commerce and digital based businesses. So specifically for uh, entrepreneurs and business owners that come from a marketing and sales background that are looking uh, to really build and grow their business on scale. Um, and what we do is give you real time data so that you can help make better decisions for your business based on um, your specific company and the industry that you're in. Um, very KPI and benchmark driven as opposed to uh, dated balance sheet and profit and losses. Oh, that's super interesting. Um, yeah, so the topic you have for us, and like I said, this is something that applies to marketing teams, uh, totally. businesses, companies, everything, is how to maintain a thriving culture mm-hmm. um, with everyone being remote. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are kind of doing that right now. And if they're not, they might be doing it soon. Yep. Um, so the first point you have here, you have a few points, um, is understand that a remote environment isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. And if it's not for everybody, then how do we handle that? Sure. So I think the one thing that we have to rem- remind people is that working remotely um, is different than working from home, right? So the person that works from home is somebody that has to take a day off uh, from the office because they have the uh, water bill guy coming to adjust the meter or whatnot. Um, and the standards that you're setting for working from home are a lot different than working remote. So working remote is setting up an actual office or setting up a dedicated workspace where you can go in, show up, you know, close the door, shut it off from whatever the outside distractions are. So it's like you're working in an office. Um, and that's how I really like to distinguish between working remotely and then people who can't. For the people that can't work remote, it's for somebody that can't close themselves off. And I don't mean like isolate yourself in a room, but can't put away the fact that the laundry needs to be done or the dishes need to be done and the floor needs to be swept. So if you're somebody that can't say, hey, hey, I need to sit down and knock out work for the next eight hours, taking my regular breaks, going to the water cooler, um, grabbing my cup of coffee, but being able to return, then maybe working remotely isn't for you. And you need to find some sort of hybrid option where um, there might be time in the office or you can go and find a workspace that you can rent um, like a uh, what the WeWork, um, yeah. Regis, all of those have those little workspaces that you can go rent. Um, and that would be an option that you could then be working remote uh, where it doesn't feel like you're working from home. Mm-hmm. Have you guys, I guess a better question would be, what is a ratio that you guys have found 
um, within your company of people that are like, oh, I cannot do this at home. Has it mm-hmm. been along those lines where there are some people that don't want to do it? Yeah. So interestingly, we have a total hybrid environment. So about 60% of our work um, force already works from home a hundred percent. So for us, there's an entire population of people that have always been working from home. Um, there's a couple people, uh, so our main office has about 15 people. I would say about half of them do really great converting from work from home or Mm -hmm. working remote back into the office. We were in the office, we were home We're back in the office. Looks like we might be going back home here pretty soon. Um, and then there's a couple of us that have not done as well. And I would say those are going to be the more traditional employee. You show up 20 minutes early, you have your cup of coffee, you're in your desk before, you know, the first phone rings of the morning. Um, but I think that traditional sense of corporate environment, make sure you have your cup of coffee and your seat by 755 because work starts at eight is really um, phasing out. And I think this idea of more fluid workflow um, is actually more popular. And so I would think that um, as time goes on, people are going to start to transition into less start times and stop stop times, but more into where's the flexible work schedule throughout the day. Yeah. Um, The second point you have here is it's extremely important that we're clearly communicating our goals and objectives. Um, what are some ways that you guys are doing that to keep everybody in the loop? Totally. Uh, so a couple of big things that we do for goals and objectives. Um, number one is we have a team meeting every single week where we check in on where we are, uh, both company goals and personal goals. So for us, everything we do is very report driven, um, which would be very similar for marketers. Like, where are you on this account, this account, this account? Um, and we have basically public accountability. So, you know, we're checking in with the whole team on where they are. We go to Sam, we go to Rachel, we go to Chris, um, Jordan so far uh, down the list. But the other thing that we do is we have a lot of open channels of communication. So we use Slack. We've got an accounting team Slack. We've got a finance department. We have an all team. We have some where we can just drop in a funny meme. Um, Everybody shares a fun fact each week. But then the other piece of it, um, other than the communication, is that accountability. So we have dashboards that we're each looking at each day or week based on the top three or four metrics that our job Um, that we're responsible for in our job and seeing where we are progress-wise throughout the month. So at any one point in time, people know where they are objectively with their job. And then subjectively would be, are you participating? Are you being a good steward of communication and promoting um, good communication with your peers? And then that's how they can really evaluate how they're doing. That's really cool. Um, So this one kind of ties into that. It's, It's during meetings you guys request that they keep their video on. Mm -hmm. Um, Why is that? Why is that so important? Yeah, I think the one thing we've really lost in the whole work from home uh, transition to remote is the face-to-face communication. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of value to me being able to look at you, see your facial reactions, how engaged are you, um, and just being able to see. I think people show a lot more on their face than we realize. So is somebody looking confused? Is somebody looking very distracted? Is there something else going on? Um, number one, it keeps us feeling human with each other, not just a robot on the other side of the screen. Uh, two, it keeps us engaged. But number three, it ge- helps me keep a good pulse on how everybody's doing, right? Like there is an, an element of, you know, Christy hasn't brushed her hair in four days and she looks like something's going on. Like I should pick up the phone and give her a call and just check in and be like, hey, do we need a mental health day? Because if we do, let's take it. That's way more important than working tomorrow. Um, your mental health and making sure that you're rejuvenated for the next couple weeks is way more important to me. Mm-hmm. 
A common problem we see in the B2B industry is companies maxing out their marketing teams because they attempt to handle their website in-house. We see this all the time. From redesigns to regular maintenance, we know it's easy for your team to drown in the amount of work it takes to keep a website updated, secure, and current with the times. And let's face it, working on a website isn't that fun. The worst part, hiring a full-time developer to handle that workload can cost over $100,000 a year. Here at OneClick Agency, we build websites for B2B companies for just a fraction of that cost. Whether your website is five pages or 355 pages, our US-based team of designers and developers can handle your website project with ease. If your team is totally capped and needs help with website maintenance or even a full redesign, visit OneClickAgency.com to get a quote today. Visit OneClickAgency.com so your marketing team can get back to doing what they love. OneClickAgency.com. Um, something you guys do that, that sounds pretty fun is you guys create like nicknames, uh, mm -hmm. for your remote work employees. Yeah. Do they, do they, do they like that? Yeah. So we call them our homies. Um, it actually was started by our very, yeah, our original homie. Um, and they're all accountants, so it makes it really funny. Um, but yeah, we call them all our homies. Um, they have a whole homie hotline. They have their own homie standup. Um, and one of the things that we do is we treat our homies just as if they're in the office. So mm -hmm. if we're doing an office party, we've got zoom up on the board. We've either sent them a, depending on what we're doing, right. Uh, a virtual drink. We, when we did our retreat, we door dashed each of them food, um, national donut day, we get a donut delivered to them, you know, whatever it might be that we're doing in the office, we're doing for them as well. And it mm -hmm. just creates that community and sense of like, I'm being included. Um, even though I'm not sitting across from Sam right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about isolating language? Because I feel like that's something that mm -hmm. it kind of gets thrown around. What are some ways that we can avoid that to make them feel, yeah. um, you know, feel like core assets of our company? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the first one, um, and I, I found myself doing it before too, was like, oh, we'll be back in the office soon. So we'll just deal with that then, right? Mm -hmm. Like the, we'll deal with that then I think is one of those things where it's like, you don't have to be in the office to deal with it. Like if it's something we need to deal with it now. Mm -hmm. um, and then other language we use is we, us, making sure that it's not like in-house in house and homies, right? Like um, team, like we're really big on using the word team and team members, not employee or independent contractor. I think those sound very rigid and old school. Like we're all a part of a team. So, you know, what's the success we are all getting? How are we going to accomplish it? And what, where are we all going? Um, yeah. And then the other piece of it is, you know, not that you have to do a complete open book finance, but share with them the success that the company's having, or maybe the lack thereof, right? Like we had a very tough April because everybody like pulled the reins back. Um, and it was important for us to be like, Hey guys, here's what's truly going on. And here's how we're going to work through this and how we're all going to come out on the other side together. Um, mm -hmm. And including them on some of the things that like we don't need to have them make a decision or come up with a solution for us, but letting them know that we know that it's there. We're going to let them know that here's the issue, but here's what we're all going to do together. Um, makes everybody feel like they're on the same boat and that we're mm -hmm. going to row to the destination together. Yeah. Um, something you mentioned was you guys had some, some networking commitments mm -hmm. um, and you guys stuck to them. What did that look like? Yeah. So 
Uh, one of them was we had a couple events where we were going to do like a pre-day mastermind. So we turned those into virtual happy hours, which was pretty cool. Um, so everybody was able to get on. We could do the little breakout rooms, et cetera. Um, anytime that we had a commitment that we were supposed to go and do something, we just found a way to make it work because yeah. we wanted to follow through in our commitments. And it kind of goes back to what I was saying before. Like, we don't need to put this like events into the bucket of we can do that eventually like we can do it now so let's be creative in how we can make it work um i mean we threw an entire team retreat virtually and we have <laughs> 40 people in 20 different states um and typically we fly them all in we sit in a little conference room in a hotel together go get dinner go to a baseball game you name it so um we do everything from making sure that whatever the the swag or the collateral that you would get, like those were packaged. It's the same level of um, creative, the same level of care, um, whatever you would expect if you showed up into a room is the same thing, but we're going to have it show up to your house or your office. Um, yeah, I, I think that's super cool that you guys even stuck to that. What was what was the response from everybody? Were they thinking that it was, were they kind of down that it was all going to be canceled for the year? Or? Yeah, well, the team, so we're very lucky. We've got a team, uh, we've focused on culture every turn of the step or every turn we've made. So yeah. for us, we've passed on some of the best talent because they're not a good culture fit for us. Because for us, I can train you how to do KPIs or benchmarking or whatever you may be, but I can't train you to fit into our core values. Mm -hmm. um, and so because of that, like our team is a family, like, it's crazy, like the amount of people that have been invited to each other's weddings and send Christmas cards and baby gifts and like you name it, like the things that we all like know about each other. Like some people are like, you're the most dysfunctional family. And it's like, yeah, but we wake up every day excited to work with each other. Like yeah. we don't have Chris over in accounting where you're like, oh God, I got to go talk to him. Like, and you save up all of those things for the one day when you have 20 minutes, and you knock them out. Like people are excited to talk to each other and work together and so because of that, um, there's definitely amongst our team, a massive disappointment of not being able to get together face to face. Mm -hmm. I think for our clients or any type of virtual event that we were hosting, as opposed, I think that people liked that we were actually still doing business stuff during everything that was going on. We saw a big shift where like all of a sudden we were doing wine happy hours and we were doing cards against humanity. And I think that one thing people were really enjoying is like they were still actually getting business things during this time because I, I we did see a big shift very quickly of like it all of a sudden became like who can drink white claw the earliest during the day and who's going to be off work by two so because we kind of gave people an outlet to be like hey i gotta go do this work thing like i i committed to this it gave them a good place to go back and put their head down and get back in their business. And how can we work through this and how can we keep working and not put life on pause just because that's what it feels like right now. Yeah. Um, so you gave me seven points when it comes to keeping that healthy culture, even mm -hmm. though everyone's remote. The last one I have here is you said start the themed chats, whether that's in Slack or mm -hmm. whatever it is that you guys use. Um, yep and conversations that connect the group outside of work context. You yep. mentioned you guys do like, you know, like a GIF chat. What are some other examples that help uh, keep everybody connected like that? Yeah. So the coolest one that we have, it's called, we call it the get to know your fully family. And so every week, Ken from our group, um, he gets, everybody is constantly submitting questions or um, they're right now really popular, like this or that. Um, but it's super cool because what it does is everybody is excited to learn about what somebody else is 
in regard to whatever question it may be. So like last week it was, um, what's your favorite holiday picture that you've ever taken? So we had people that had posted their holiday picture from like their very first Christmas back in 1970 <laughs> something up to mine where I had my cat and a Christmas onesie and a lion's mate. So <laughs> it was, it's like so cool to see what people come up with and that they take the time to do it. Um, but we've learned so much about each other from it. Um, that people have learned that like Ken really likes Diet Coke. So when we did the, uh, our, we did a Christmas in July, we did our uh, secret Santa in July, as opposed to at the end of the year, um, somebody actually got him a little one can Coke refrigerator because they learned that from that chat that that's what he really liked. So we're doing things that are not work related at all, but we're learning so much about each other and it starts good conversations. Um, and it just gets us to know each other as opposed to like another person on the team. So I would say that by far, and I would highly recommend that to anybody. Um, and if they wanted questions or some of the ones we've done, I know that Ken and I would be happy to share those, but it really gets your people talking. The first few are always like, you got to like really kind of get them going. But once we got going, like so the one week Ken had a doctor's appointment in the morning, he posts the question each week. Some is like, Hey, it's nine 15 Eastern time. And I noticed there's no question. Is everything okay with Ken? I'm like, Yep. He's at the doctor's. Right. But like people look forward to it. Like yeah. it's kind of a cool thing that like people are now noticing, like, you know, maybe something's wrong with Ken. Should we be checking on Ken? Like it's created so much more um, than just a touch point with everybody. That's incredible. I think that that is something really simple that people can apply to. Um, even if it's a smaller team, I think that's really fun because pretty much everyone is not everybody, but a lot of people yeah. are remote right now. Yeah. Um, so to close this out, can you just share uh, one, where we can find um, more about Fully Accountable and then two, where we can find you because maybe some people wanna reach out about those sure. questions and they'll DM you or something like that. Yeah, totally. Um, so if you wanna check out our website, we're uh, fullyaccountable.com. Uh, if you wanted to email me, you could do rachel at fullyaccountable.com. Um, otherwise, uh, I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, um, Rachel Scava. You can find me at either of those places. Well, Rachel, thank you so much. It's been really fun having you on today. Thanks for having me. Hey, everybody, before you go, thanks a ton for listening to the podcast. We would love it if you dropped us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It'll only take you about four seconds. Last thing, if you're in marketing or you simply love it and want to learn more, subscribe to our email list today. You'll get weekly podcast updates as well as a solid marketing tip delivered right to your inbox. So if you want that tip sent to you every single week, subscribe today at oneclickagency.com forward slash podcast. That's oneclickagency.com forward slash podcast, and you'll get marketing advice that you can apply to your company right away. Oneclickagency.com forward slash podcast.